T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with Carl Middleman, who is in for Chad Ellis this week. And joining us on the phone, on location, uh, maybe underwater... <laughs> Honestly, his phone was good until we just until went on the we air. Until go on the air. That's how it always works. Uh, my partner, of course, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, joins us from a secret bunker somewhere in the United States, wherever he has decided to fight crime from this week. How are you, my friend? What's going on? I'm good. I can tell everybody where I'm at. Oh, okay. I'm up in uh, the Quad Cities, mm-hmm. and uh, for those of you that are maybe a little familiar with the Quad Cities. You probably have heard of a little company called John Deere. Uh, so they're right they're right across the river in Iowa. Uh, but the other reason uh, I'm not up here for John Deere, I'm actually up here to visit Rock Island Arsenal and go through their museum. And uh, that's going to be the live stream this week. I'm going to walk through the museum and talk about guns. And uh, you guys will get a little history lesson. You didn't even have to leave the comfort of... Uh, house you're going to get to see it on the internet that is awesome and it's something to remind folks to always be checking for uh he's not always on location at a history lesson but aaron very often is on the live stream on the facebook pages uh 2a radio and southern armory on facebook you need to follow follow both of them and watch for those midweek live streams. Uh, great stuff. Always great information about the shows and about uh, Southern Armory. And uh, you can get a lot of knowledge. Uh, watch Aaron build guns. Watch him clean guns. Answer your questions during those live feeds. So always something you want to check out. But this week is a little extra special. Can't wait. Right. That's good stuff. And, and really, you know, I, I kind of looked at it. I'm, I'm doing several live streams a week. So we're not even really doing a, a midweek update anymore. We're doing uh, we're doing it two or three times a week. Yeah, so multiple times. That's yeah, fantastic. It's great. Um, I actually had a guy ask me the other day um, about I forget the exact topic, but he was doing some type of of gun thing. He goes, "Hey, is that hard to put on?" And I said, "You know, I think I did a live stream of this. You know, that seems like a something I've done before." I was trying to explain it to him how to do it and. I was like, yeah, maybe just go check the live streams and contact yeah. your bank. He said, yeah, you, you did one on what exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> that's, well, that's great. That's there that, you go. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a that's actually uh, a great thing to remember if you are somebody that is you know cleaning a gun or have questions about something like that or maybe doing a gun build uh, or repair. Go to the Southern Armory Facebook page, look through the video archives, and chances are you're going to find something that is very helpful to whatever project you're working on. And if not, just submit your question right there on the Southern Armory Facebook page, and I bet Aaron uh, gets back to you with a with a good answer. Right. Sure. And, if, and if you don't feel handy with 
you know, working on your own gun, and I and I get that. Um, I got a one buddy who's like, hey, I'm going to do brakes on my kid's car, and he said, oh, you are. I go, I can come over and help you. And he goes, oh, I'm taking it to the shop. <laughs> like, hey man, I thought you said you were, you were doing it. He goes, oh, he goes, I'm totally not handy. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, you know, people are like that with with cars, with guns. So you know, we do offer services at the uh, at Southern Armory to do your minor repairs, your cleanings, um, and installations, or putting stuff together. Uh, even if you put it together and you're just not sure and you want us to look it over, uh, we can we can do that too. Uh, you come into the store, drop it off, uh, and we run through it in about a half hour. Uh, a lot of the gun builds, really, I just go through and I check and make sure everything is uh, torqued to spec. So that way you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, something being too loose. So that's the that's the big thing I do. I just make sure all the nuts and bolts are lined up and tight enough. And I occasionally have to adjust something, but uh, normally it's just real minor stuff. We have a lot of people out there building uh, their first gun or their 10th gun, and they just want an extra set of eyes, and we're happy to... Uh, we're happy to do that too. I love uh, it. Could be could be something as simple as, hey, can you put this site on, and I'll I'll sit there and fit a site with a file and and put it on for a customer. No big deal. So yeah, that's great stuff. Make sure you are following both Second Amendment Radio and Southern Armory on Facebook, so you can Absolutely. get all of that knowledge and you don't miss those uh, live streams that Aaron does throughout the week. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Aaron's going to be with us for most of the show. Uh, at the very end of the show, we're going to check in with Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition, get her thoughts on some of the news events that are happening this week. Uh, but uh, a lot I want to get into also with Aaron. Before we dig into that stuff, what is happening at Southern Armory this week, my friend. Well, uh, we we did some offers last week, and we had a few people take advantage of them. And my wife said, you know, let's go ahead and, and keep those rolling. And I said, okay. Uh, so uh, she goes, let's add something else. I said, what do you want to add? She said, how about buy one, get one half off classes? Um, and I was like, we can do that. So it's, it's buy one, get one half off. So you buy a CCW, you're going to get your second one half off, or you can buy a CCW class and get your defensive pistol class half off, and uh, we'll bring a friend, right? So it, that works as well, and you can get them as gift certificates, so you can gift them uh, down the road to somebody. Christmas is just around the corner, so this would be a good way to uh, kind of make your dollar go uh, an extra mile. Uh, we are seeing a lot more people in the shop buying parts, so we had to do a big parts order, and... Um, I was amazed. Uh, we've, we've seen a little bit of a rush. Everybody's trying to get, um, you know, get the ARs and the, the AKs, et cetera, and magazines, and, and I totally understand it. Um, I did a little live stream um, this week about that. You know, tippers are kind of running a little high, and, and people are anxious and angry uh, that they may be treading on our rights, and we, we totally get it. Uh, we totally, totally get it. So, yeah. uh, but you just got to be, you know, kind of patient and wait things out, right? And we don't we don't have a lot of control uh, over stuff, but uh, you can call uh, your representatives and tell them. And uh, you can Google the phone number, or you can um, get on the live stream or something, and I'll I'll throw it up. But you need to uh, make make your voice heard 
for sure. Mm. And I, I hate to say it seems like we're kind of going this, kind of going this alone. So um, big thing I would say right now is if you want that rifle um, or you need those magazines, I would not wait. I would go ahead and come in, and if we don't have them in stock, order them. We've already seen a little bit of a price jump on uh, stuff, uh, especially like the, the ARs. We've seen a price jump of about anywhere from 50 to $70 on those. Wow. So it's already starting to kind of hit um, at the wholesalers. And then it, that, that obviously trickles down because, you know, our margins don't change. Yeah. Uh, back yeah. when we had the, the big rush on magazines and people were charging 50 and 60 bucks for a magazine, uh, we were charging $22, and we had a limit on how many you could buy. So that way we didn't have uh, another dealer or anything come in and try to buy them all up and then turn around and sell them for two or three times the amount. So we tried to make sure everybody that wanted a high-capacity magazine bought it, not only bought it at a super reasonable price, um, but then we tried to make sure that nobody else would be able to come in and buy them all up and then price gouge um, those customers uh, later down the road. So we've always had um, kept to our business ethics um, and making sure that we ran a, a fair margin and uh, we're going to continue to do that even when things get wild and crazy you'll still be able to come in and we'll still going to mark stuff up you know 10 15 percent like we always have yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna jump on that bandwagon and a big part of that is uh you know we don't want to a we're not going to price gouge because we want to be here for the long term we want to develop that relationship so if you're just coming in to say hi and look around uh, we're going to sit and talk with you just like we would a customer who's going to spend a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars on a rifle um, you know we we makes no difference to us we're all in the, the gun community together and uh, we all got to be friends at the end of the day even though things are going to get a little stressful things are going to get a little wild yeah so so uh what else anything else happening that we need to know about at southern armory or you want to do your thing yeah we got uh blue label glock still coming to get those those have been selling quite well people are starting to kind of figure out that they may qualify. So even if you, you don't think you may qualify or you, uh, you can always ask, we're happy to go over the program with you and order in whatever you want. Um, and then special orders are always welcome. So if you've got a particular AR-15 that you, you really, really want, we can order it. Uh, we actually had this discussion the other day, and uh, we are pushing a lot of people towards the Springfield Armory Saint. And that is a, just a good value for the money and we have not seen that one uh, go up yet in price so uh, some of the other ones the cheaper $600 rifles $700 rifles we've seen those start to already bump up because those are the ones people are are buying first so but you want a good good quality rifle uh, we recommend the Springfield Saint and we've got plenty of those um, at the wholesaler uh, waiting to be shipped in so you can come in and pre-order it now we've also got some bushmasters that are waiting uh for you guys to come in and and buy and then they'll be in uh here uh in the coming coming week or so so uh come in and and, and grab your black rifle if you were on the fence about getting one just get it now um and you'll be in good shape for later down the road uh suppressors uh running about 18 months uh, was what we're the last one we got back was right at 18 months so go ahead and you want one, I'd get it now, and you'll have it uh, towards, you know, uh, Christmas of next year. Hopefully they're going to start picking up the pace now that they've added some staff after the shutdown, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So 
but the suppressors are great. We did a little video on those as well, so you could hear how quiet they were. So uh, ammo, parts, uh, holsters, bags, pepper spray, stun guns, tasers, flashlights, all that stuff available at Southern Armory for you to peruse. Yes. And uh, if you if you got questions, ask. And if you want a special brand ordered, uh, we can order it for you. If we've got a separate account to go direct, we're happy to set up an account and, and go direct to get that item for you. Um, so you can find us at 9901 Watson Road. That's one mile east of 270 and 44. And southernarmory.com. 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 See, Carl even knew to be on that one. I'm on it. It's, so, like, he's, it's like he's been on the show before. That's right. <laughs> I paid attention that one time. So we got a couple minutes to go in this first segment, and then uh, the whole second segment to talk to Aaron. Um, so let's do this first. It, any thoughts about so another shooting this week? This one involving police officers attempting to serve a drug warrant in Philadelphia, Mirac. Miraculously, after a uh, several-hour-long shootout, nobody was killed. Uh, several police officers were hit and taken to the hospital, uh, but the suspect was not killed. The police officers were not killed, but we're talking about another shooting. However, this time, it doesn't seem like there's the the, the typical uh, outrage from the left. Um, what, were, what were your just uh, quick thoughts about... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. The shooting in Philadelphia. So it sounded like he was already a prohibited person. Yeah. So we have a, a criminal that got a gun, and I guarantee you he didn't buy it from a gun store. Uh, I used to live in Philadelphia. Um... And there are gun stores around there, but they're just like the ones here in St. Louis. You know, they do a background check on you, and then if you get denied, you get denied. There's no if and or buts or ways around that. So my, my suspicion is he obtained that gun illegally, and uh, then obviously law enforcement went to serve a warrant for drugs. Uh, six of them, uh, last I saw it was six had gotten shot, mm-hmm. and did a press conference on a Thursday, and I saw one on Wednesday. And, yeah, nobody killed, uh, thankfully, and they ended up taking him into custody. Um, listening to the audio uh, was a little little uh, offsetting, you know, because you could hear gunfire in the background, et cetera. But there was just no, you know, no good way to, to, to have that end other than, the you know, nobody getting killed and the suspect coming into custody, which they had. Um, but, I mean, just, just, just tough. But, you know, taking the guns out of people's hands that uh, can lawfully own them, that want them to protect themselves. I think this is just a a good example of uh, why they need it, because this guy was out there running around on the streets. Um, Obviously, he's a criminal, and obviously he doesn't care uh, if he hurts somebody for, for obvious reasons. So. Yep. The the mayor of Philadelphia made a statement afterwards um, saying that – basically um, uh, angry that there hasn't been more progress 
in uh, in these in gun regulations. And he said that the suspect was able to get these weapons in a large magazine and a large amount of bullets. But to your point, Aaron, uh, I, I highly doubt that he got it from and there's no reports yet of where he did to get it from. But I highly doubt he got it from a. Uh, a gun store, especially in, unless he got it long before he, you know, had a criminal record. So these, so the mayor saying that, and the people that are saying that, are, you know, he if he didn't obtain them uh, uh, legally, then all of these gun regulations wouldn't have made a, a bit of difference. So you know, there's there's definitely steps that can be taken, and and this is a, a legitimate conversation to have, but you can't keep pointing at at gun laws if criminals don't obey the law to begin with so right. we need to uh, we need to take a break but uh aaron's not going anywhere we're gonna keep him on the phone and uh we will be back don't go anywhere you're listening to second amendment radio on fm news talk 97.1 hello and welcome back to second amendment radio fm news talk 97.1 tony colombo here with you in studio and joining us on the phone this week is my partner aaron tarlow the owner of southern armory uh just talking a little bit about the shooting that happened this week in philadelphia i want to remind folks that if you miss any of the conversations that we have here on the show you can always download our podcast absolutely free go to the website 971talk.com click on podcasts you'll be able to get it there or even better go to the radio.com app on your phone or your tablet Radio.com app is also free, and once you favorite the radio station, you have everything. You can stream the station 24-7, and you can download all the podcasts from all the shows here on the station, including Second Amendment Radio. Again, absolutely free, so that way you can go back and hear your favorite segments again, or if you miss, like I said, any of the interviews or discussions that we have, you can uh, you can go back and get them. Uh, Aaron, I wanted to touch base on this as well. We're talking about, you know, every time there's a shooting, there's a big uh, outcry for more gun laws, and it, it just continues to embolden, particularly in an election season like we are in now. Uh, it, it seems like there was a couple more uh, of the Democratic presidential candidates that came out this week in favor of a federal gun buyback program. Now, that is something that we have heard about for many years. Um, Again, pretty much every Democratic presidential candidate has now put that on their platform. Uh, what, What are your thoughts on a gun buyback program and I'm going to guess that you're going to say that it doesn't work, but I'll just ask you, is that something that you think would be beneficial? Uh, so um, generally what happens with these gun buyback programs is they give you a gift card for um, a dollar amount to pick your store, you know, Walgreens or a Walmart, et cetera. Uh, the guns that get brought in are generally non-functioning, right? So they're they're broken, <laughs> and uh, you get you get people that um, how do I say this? Um, bring in things that aren't guns. So occasionally you hear like a rocket launcher got brought in, and we took it off the street. But then you realize it was just a tube that you can go buy at the military surplus store that's not considered a firearm, um, and you can. You can, you can buy it, right? And um, so those are always entertaining articles. 
and I always kind of chuckle, um, you know, just kind of overall. Uh, but a lot of these guns, the vast majority are, are non-functioning, uh, broken firearms or firearms that are um, so old that the ammunition isn't made. It's like some of the, like the pin fire stuff. So not, not economical. They're not so people getting, are just taking advantage of it and getting a little payday from a gun they right. couldn't use anyway. Right, exactly. So uh, the other thing that people have done in the past is they've gone to the hardware store and they've built a shotgun, um, you know, out of like pipes and stuff. Uh, and and you can get plenty, plenty of examples out there of these uh, homemade firearms that they only have you know, like ten, fifteen dollars wrapped up in, but then they go get a hundred dollar gift card. So uh, they just they don't they don't work. I was, was going to say, are they even functioning firearms? Or they just kind of look enough like one that it, oh. they they qualify. Yeah, uh, well, they they have a barrel and they have a breech, and they're uh, generally shotguns are the easy ones to make, and that's what they do. Uh, they they go make a make a shotgun, or they make like a little zip pistol. Um, like a Saturday night special, I believe is what they would would call it uh, back in in the day. You know, one shot and you know, kind of takes you to takes you a minute to reload. Uh, the Victory pistols we dropped all over um, all over Europe to help fight uh, Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same same kind of theory. You know, it was one shot, took a minute to reload, and the whole idea was you'd go and use it and kill a German soldier, and then take his rifle and ammunition and. And then you know you have a, a bigger, better gun to use. So that's what they get, um, you know, during these things. Uh, starter pistols are another thing that people turn in uh, that you can buy super cheap, uh, especially the older ones. So the gun buybacks just don't work. Uh, I had a I had an idea. Um, we were actually going to Philadelphia to visit, and I heard there was going to be a gun buyback, so I brought a few thousand dollars with me, and I was going to go down and uh, literally give people cash instead of the gift card. And my uh, brother-in-law is a fire chief, and he said, you're going to end up in jail. And I said, <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a federal firearms license. I can conduct business, you know, if yeah. I want to. And he was like, you're going to go to jail. They're going to arrest you. <laughs> so uh, between him and my wife and my in-law, I was like, I, I'm, I'm not even going to pick this battle. I'm just going to go ahead and just not go down there. Um, but that's, that's what I would do to kind of, uh, kind of combat, um, kind of combat it. Cause it's, it's just, I find it funny and they're not going to give you anything of close to what they're worth. So yeah. New Zealand, uh, did it and it did not fare well, uh, for New Zealand. They didn't buy that many back. So another thing that we keep hearing about, because one of the shootings, I can't remember if it was El Paso or Dayton, but one of them had a um a hundred round drum attached to their gun and we keep hearing and you mentioned in the last segment um high capacity magazines for some people a high capacity magazine it could be as as a number like five so uh, and 10 for sure is considered to be a high capacity magazine uh the people that are against those things are always saying uh, you know, there's no reason that a person that is protecting their home or is shooting for sport uh, would need a a drum that can hold a hundred rounds of ammunition. Where do you fall on the 
high-capacity magazine argument. Is there any number that you would support uh, banning, or do you just feel like the magazines is is just a, a straw man argument? I, I, I think it's a straw man argument, and and here's why: um, the they have the generally speaking, um, they say ten rounds or more is the high capacity magazine. But when you look at a lot of pistols, um, a lot of them hold 12, 13, 15, 17 round magazines. And uh, my argument is, well, the standard capacity for that firearm would be the magazine in which it was designed, you know, which was designed for it. So look at a Glock 17. That is a magazine that uh, per the manufacturer factory magazine will hold 17 rounds. And then they had to limit it down to 10 for sale in states like New York. Um, now New York's, you know, less than that with the New York Safe Act uh, in California. Uh, California is, is 10 rounds. And then you look at Chicago um, and, and Cook County, uh, it's 10 rounds uh, there as well. So you have this argument that 10 rounds is standard. Well, no, standard is whatever the manufacturer uh, intended it to hold and generally they they have the whole um, magazine you know where it'll hold as many rounds as it can but also part of that is balance too they don't want the firearm to be um, super heavy on the rear so it's kind of a balancing act when these manufacturers put these firearms together so it's a it's an interesting argument that they want to present but the reality of the situation is is if you want uh, to uh, argue it's it's 10 rounds and that's it then the person who wants to do um, destructive and unlawful things will just carry more magazines. That's the solution. They're just not going to carry one. Um, You know, they're going to carry, you know, five or 10 now. So it's not a, it's not a great argument. When you, when you talk about the drum magazines, so that's, you know, handguns, when you talk about the the drum magazines uh, for firearms, you know, most of your firearms, let's look at like the, the, uh, Kalashnikov, the AK-47, um, or the AR-15, which was developed by Stoner, um, those, um, you know, 20 and 30 round magazines. Um, so the the AR originally had like the the 20 round mag, and then they they increased it to 30, and that's that's the standard magazine that's now issued is 30 rounds. So it's actually hard to find a 20 um, round magazine, and tens are somewhat common because of the uh, the aspect of sporting, right? So if you want to go deer hunting, you're only allowed to have so many rounds um, and a firearm. So that's why those 10-round magazines are developed, because of the conservation law. Gotcha. Hey, uh, when you look... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just oh. going to say, I was going to give you another chance to, before we lose you, I wanted you to promote where you're at and what people okay. can watch on Facebook this week. Yeah, so uh, I'll just hit the drum mags real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the drum mags were, were fielded by the military, um, actually as far back as the Thompson submachine gun. And the military determined that they were too bulky, too hard to change, and too heavy to be actually purposeful. So um, at least for, for you know a submachine gun standard, you do see the drum magazines um, used in limited capacities, but really belt-fed is, is what they do, and that is pretty much an infinite, um, you know, infinite, thing now you can just continue to add on to that belt mm-hmm. so magazine laws 
Uh, I just don't bite. I think it's just a just a talking point they try to scare people with. Gotcha. So uh, live streams this week. Yep, yeah, uh, Rock Island Arsenal uh, will be will be up. Uh, that will be from Thursday. And there'll be some photos with it, and uh, obviously some video. Um, just if I see anything cool, uh, we'll we'll kind of talk about that. And it's not that far of a trip uh, from St. Louis. You can get up here pretty easily. So uh, I would encourage people to, to kind of come explore. Yeah, so, and get um, yourself a, a history lesson on the yeah. Southern Armory Facebook page this week. That would be yeah. fun and stuff. Then, uh, yeah, that will get shared over on Second Amendment Radio. Make sure you go like us both on you know both places. And then stop in the store. Uh, we're 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44 at southernarmory.com. 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 And uh, swing in, and, and if you need something, get it. Take advantage of the buy one, get one half off classes. Um, ask us, talk to us about uh, your need for an AR or a bolt-action firearm. We've got deer season right around the corner. Um, Turkey opens up October, so... Now is is the time to kind of get all that stuff done. If you need guns sighted in, uh, optics, uh, you know, your scope installed, leveled, sighted in, bore sighted, et cetera, now's the time. They're already starting to uh, get in. I've got several guns this week that we're going to be um, doing that on, so there will be a live stream up um, this week or next week of um, some of those little projects we've got going on. But get in now. Yes. Yeah. We, we aren't going to be able to guarantee anything as we get closer to deer season here in November. Absolutely. Great stuff, as always, from my partner, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Uh, we'll get him back in the studio really soon. Thanks for taking time and uh, getting on the phone with us today, Aaron. Anytime. All Take right. it easy, Tony. You yeah. guys be safe up there. You bet. We'll see you next week. And we got one more segment to go this week. Second Amendment Radio. We're going to talk to Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Don't go anywhere. That's next on Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with Carl Middleman, who is in for Chad Ellis this week. Hello. Aaron Tarlow joined us for the first two segments. Uh, of course, Aaron is the co-host of this show, owner of Southern Armory. He is on location today. Um, and if you missed any of the discussion with Aaron, make sure you go back and check out our podcast, as always, on the Radio.com app. It's absolutely free. Download the app, favorite the radio station, and then you can stream the station 24-7 and access all of the podcasts here, of course, including Second Amendment Radio, so you can hear it again, or you can go back and listen to anything you may have missed. And as I mentioned in the last segment, joining us now on the phone is our friend Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Been talking to Alex a lot lately, because but that is because there is a whole lot going on. Alex, great to talk with you again. Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your day. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. So uh, we so we have been you and I and and Aaron and this show Second Amendment Radio have been talking about red flag laws for months and now sudden suddenly they have been thrust into the mainstream and it's something we've been trying to educate people about and warn people about for a long time on this show and so I know some of our listeners are familiar with them but there are more and more people out there that are asking questions about red flag laws they're hearing that term for the first time and they're hearing not just Democrats but Republicans including the President of the United States 
uh, supporting red flag laws and speaking out in support of them. Uh, there's a lot going on with the red flag laws. What is the what's the latest and what do people need to know so they uh, when these when these conversations come up, they know what a red flag law is and and how to have a intelligent conversation about them. Well, for starters, a red flag law is a law that is basically letting anybody make a claim against you that you're dangerous, um, either to yourself or to society. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The whole... And then what that does is that lets a judge go ahead and decide that you're a danger and they come and remove your firearms. This happens without your ability to question your accuser, without providing your own evidence. You don't get to testify in your own defense. They just come and take them and then you can try to prove that you're not crazy later. This is a very, very dangerous bill. It sets a very dangerous precedent and we have been fighting it. We fought it last year in Missouri. And now that it has national attention, now that the president is working with Democrats to try to get this bill passed, we're going to see a lot of it all over the country. I'm, I guarantee you we will see this bill again here in Missouri. It had Republican support last year. Uh, we anticipated having more Republican support this year. So we have to do everything we can to make sure that our legislature here in Missouri knows that we want no part of these gun confiscation orders. So what I always hear, or not always, but this is the new one. This is the this is the new line that I've heard over and over recently from uh, conservatives, conservative pundits and politicians that are typically very strong Second Amendment supporters that say that are in that do favor these red flag laws. They say, look, if you haven't done anything wrong, you don't have anything to worry about. Why is that not true? Because we have more than 700,000 false accusations relating to divorce and custody disputes alone every wow. year here in America. This bill basically would allow your Second Amendment right to be stripped with only the preponderance of the evidence, which means we think you're probably maybe guilty that you may do something in the future. You haven't done anything wrong, but we might we think that you might do something in the future, maybe. And that is not good enough when we're talking about a God-given, inalienable right like self-preservation, the right to keep and bear arms. And I think that is a, it's such a key point that so many people don't realize. And I and I mean not just people listening. I mean people on television and on Capitol Hill and, and in legislative bodies across the state or across the country that are talking about these red flag laws and supporting them, they don't, I think many of them still don't realize that you don't get the, you don't get the option to prove that this is a false allegation against you until after your guns have been taken from you, until after law enforcement has knocked on your door, typically very, very early in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning, because they want to catch you off guard and 
So you, before you even know what's happening, there's somebody knocking on your door there to take all of your guns. And you have had you don't even know a claim has been made against you and you have no chance to defend yourself until after that happens. And I really believe that some a lot. Many of the people that are talking about this, even on television and on the radio, are uneducated to the point where they don't realize that's happening. And and I've never seen a red flag law where that is not the case, where where the where the uh, person getting the claim made against them has prior knowledge to that happening for you. Is that the crux of the situation? If there were a way to build in an opportunity for a person to defend themselves before they take their firearms away from them. Would you uh, would that be a conversation and a negotiation you'd be willing to have? Well, yeah, you have to follow due process. Yeah. I mean, these these are these are done before you're convicted of anything, before you're indicted, before you're even charged with anything. I mean, there are people that are are adjudicated every day in Missouri or every day in this country. You know that they're they're unfit, they're mentally unstable for whatever reason. We have those laws in place. You can already be charged. You can already get in trouble for making threats. All right, that's not what this is. This is just people saying we think you might make threats. Right. We think that you might be dangerous. You mm-hmm. can't prove a negative. So there's yes. again, this is they don't prove anything. You're not charged with anything. You're not um, convicted of anything. They just come and take them and punish you for something that you have not done. And you mentioned hundreds of thousands of false allegations, uh, accusations made against people in states that do have these red flag law abilities or, or just in general, these false allegations that are made. Is there any consequence? Is there any punishment given to a person for making a false allegation and having the the court system go through the entire red flag law process where the person gets their guns confiscated and then that of course triggers court cases and hearings and a bunch of time and and money spent by taxpayers to have all these hearings had is there punishment for the people that that make these false allegations well and that's where you get really Um, arbitrary legislation. We have 18 states that have this on the books, and every state is different. So in some states, there aren't any punishments. In some states, um, it's like a a contempt charge. You may be um, fined $1,000 or something. It's all very minimal, uh, the equivalent to a slap on the wrist, if anything. Mm -hmm. There's really nothing that prevents people from calling these red flag confiscation orders in you know, for political motivations or for personal motivations. You know, everybody knows someone that has gone through a a bad divorce. You know, anybody that has an ex that doesn't like them still should be worried about these kind of laws. Uh, Again, thousands and thousands and thousands of false accusations every year in America. and That's only going to get worse if these go into effect, especially if the the federal laws that they're trying to pass do go through. If Republicans in the Senate actually do sign on and pass these red flag confiscation laws, what that's going to do is that's going to create funding for all the rest of the states to implement these. So we're going to see a lot more of those false accusations and a lot more, um, well, just bitter ex-spouses coming back for vengeance. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and you mentioned that custody battles and contentious divorces are a primary cause of these false allegations, but it can literally be, it, 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 at least in those instances, you know the person. It could be a neighbor who knows that you have put yard signs up for Republican candidates or maybe have a yard sign up for the NRA or a Second Amendment bumper sticker on your car, and they think, you know what, uh, I don't line up with that guy. I'm, I I have the ability to do this, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to call in a red flag law. That is that is not speculation. That is something that we know happens, right? Right, and to make matters worse, the, the crux that these, this is a placeholder bill. The, the states that have already enacted this are already trying to expand these red flag laws. And many of the early adopter states, they're already looking to expand them to include people uh, that can make a complaint against you. For instance, California just expanded theirs so that even jealous coworkers can ruin your life. In Mm -hmm. Washington, uh, they want to expand it to where they're allowing minors to be cited so that the parents' firearms can be seized. And sometimes, even worse, they're openly talking about ways to attach these orders to friends of minor children. The thinking being that the, ch- the child can go to a friend's house so that we would need to take the friend's parents' firearms away to keep people safe. Wow. That should blow everybody's mind. Yeah. You don't even have to have a complaint of anyone in your home. If your child goes to school with anybody that may have a complaint, if that child has ever played over at your house, that's where these red flag laws are going. That's being proposed in Washington state right now. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like anything else. Whenever whenever Democrats or liberals or anti-gun people are able to take an inch, they always go for a mile. They never just stop at one thing. So why why would they stop? In this case, I don't know why anybody would think that they would. Uh, that's Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. We have just over a minute to go, Alex. So tell people how they can educate themselves more about these red flag laws and what they can do to try to fight them and make sure we don't see any of that happen here in Missouri. Absolutely. Join us, join us, join us. MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org. We need every Missouri gun owner to call Senator Blunt, to call Senator Hawley, to let them know that we do want we want no part of these red flag laws. We're not going to get help from the NRA. We're not going to get help from the administration. We're going to have to do this ourselves. You can find us on Facebook, Missouri Firearms Coalition. We live stream constantly these days. Check out the website. Donate if you can. We're not supported by Bloomberg's millions. We need every penny we can. We're running ads trying to get as many people to call into um, Holly and Blunt's office. So make those calls. You can find out all the numbers, the emails, the petitions, everything. MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org. Now is good. the time. Yes. Great stuff. As always, Alex, I'm sure we'll be calling on you again very soon. Uh, always uh, full of, uh, of great information. So thank you so much for your time. And I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Anytime. Thank you. All right. You bet. That's Alex Salzman with the Missouri Firearms Coalition, MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org, to get all of that information about red flag laws and learn how you can help fight them. That's going to do it for this edition of Second Amendment Radio. For my partner, Aaron Tarlow, I am Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week back here on FM News Talk 97.1. Get more at 971talk.com. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.